Let's get ready to rumble. We are back. The boys are back with uh, another episode, the latest episode of FPL Face Off, uh, the podcast that pits two comedians against each other at their own fantasy football games. And um, it's been it's been a weekend, that's for sure. Uh, my name's Fitz, and I'm joined as always by the one and only Tom Glover. Tom, how are you? Hello, mate. Um... I suppose slightly better than last week, but not not a lot better. Um, I noticed that your your poems have disappeared from the start of the podcast. Yeah, they um, they I don't know if if I get any indication that they're wanted, then I will I will make the effort again. Um, yeah, I've I've fallen off the wagon a little bit. Do Do you think that I should I should bring them back? I I, I enjoyed your poems. Good. It's nice to open and end with a poem. I think it gives the the podcast a bit of cultural um, gravitas. Well, that is reason enough. Uh, this will be the last week, um, barring acts of God or whatever. But um, yeah, I will. I will bring the poem back. That's good to hear. Thanks, mate. Needed that today. <laughs> yes. um, good. Well, um, I for one am very pleased that you're in better spirits than than last week. Um, we oh, did I'm have. Hope- don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not in good spirits. <laughs> I'm, I'm still very disappointed in my fancy football management, but um, it's better than the horror show that was last week so far, but still good. not good. Good. How about well, you? That's, that's um, yes, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Um, I've, I just said to you, just as we hit record, uh, I'm not particularly looking forward to discussing Sky because I totally forgot to even select captains in Sky, which is like the absolutely the absolute bare bones basics. So um, I like oh, like you yeah. will be going for uh, April <laughs> to win the Manager of the Month with all my transfers, basically. But never mind, <laughs> FPL wise, I'm doing all right. Well, I did say at the very start of this podcast, uh, the very start of this series of podcasts, that Sky is the connoisseur's game. You have to be on top of it every single day. Yeah. And it, it will beat you down and you, you will miss it once. And that's just season gone, unfortunately. But <laughs> to be honest, yeah. not a lot happening in Sky tonight. Um, I, well, I've got Captain Cancello, who at the moment is on for a clean sheet. Um, very annoyingly, as I free hit him out of my FPL team. That's right. I'm on free hit this week. Uh, my chip strategy is out the window. Um, yeah. I was rattled. I was triggered by a terrible game week last week, and I'm just going to run my season into the ground now. It seems. Well, let's um, let's let's start on the high of FPL, shall we? <laughs> so, <laughs> when last we spoke, obviously you were understandably not in a great place, but you'd dropped from 3k to outside the top 10k again. Not disastrous, um, but what followed then? Uh, for for new listeners was the antithesis of of what uh, a top 10k FBL manager should do and what you would have the opposite of what you would have done every game week uh, since since we've been recording so talk us through it remind remind the listeners what what happened well I had sorry (laughs) sorry by the way (laughs) no it has to be done it has to be done it's a cautionary tale one that I should have to learn from Um, but yeah after a terrible game week last week where it was almost comical how all of my players managed to dodge the points because there was halls everywhere. Whereas I had like Rafinha, Broya, Dennis, Ramsey, Kilman, Luca Dean, um, 
Yeah, every, and, and then I had like I said, in Saka on the bench. So like everyone I did have who did return was on my bench essentially. Had a game week rank of over five million, dropped from three k in the world to around fourteen k, I think, at the end. And because I, at that point I couldn't stand to look at my team anymore, in particularly Luca Dean, I transferred Luca Dean out straight away for Reese James. I took out uh, Jacob Ramsey for. Um, Dejan Kulazewski and then because I was rattled and was seeing all the hype for Matt Doherty I bought Matt Doherty in for Tariq Lamptey and then realised I managed to triple up on Spurs and block myself out of getting Harry Kane and I Reese James then got injured so Reese James was bought in for no reason and oh the only way out of this is to free hit because to be honest, I'm not sure the free hit is going to be much of a rank gainer later on in the season because I think we're going to know who's going to have doubles when. So I think you can manage it without the free hit. So I just thought, let's have some enjoyment this game week, bring in all the best players so at least I can get a green arrow. And so far, I've managed to free hit out Aaron Ramsdale, who got nine points. I free hit out um, Rafinha, who also got an assist. I free hit out Jacob Ramsey, who scored a goal. I free hit out Mark Max Kilman, who I think got six points, got a clean sheet, did he? Um, and in his yeah. place, I brought in Jordan Pickford in goal because I thought he, I wanted to triple up on Arsenal attack when Ram, Ramsdale got nine points and Pickford got two. So I've got, I've got at the moment, I've got fifty four points, um, and I've had eleven players play. Um, currently, I've I've got Yao Yao Cancelo playing tonight, who is about to get. I'm probably nine points and I free hit him out for this week as well. So he's another one who's gone. So this free hit's going to probably cost me points. Unless, <laughs> unless my captain, Hyun Son, returns against Brighton because he got two points against United. So, so far I'm on a red arrow again, even though I'm on a free hit. So, yeah, not not good spirits. I've got Jordan Pickford in goal, as I said. I've got Trent and Robertson at the back, who've got me clean sheets at least. Reggion, I went over Doherty. He got me an assist. Um, Salah, nine points. Salah might not play. So if Salah doesn't play and Song returns, then I might get away with it this week. But at the moment, it doesn't look great. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a, an unfortunate kind of catalogue of... not. It's not mistakes, is it? You know, it's just the wrong the wrong side of we've used the phrase variance before but it was it's a really tricky one isn't it because as you say the decisions you've made you know taking Cancelo and even Ramsdale and Ramsey out you know none of them have done anything really for the last few weeks so the form nice. move the sensible thing would be to go for a double game week um I've got to be honest I'm surprised that Pickford but then you know it's a double they need to turn it around at some point, otherwise they're going down. It's a double, <laughs> it and he is he was at home to Wolves, who struggled to score, and now he's at home to Newcastle, who again don't score a lot of goals, and they need yeah. to win both these games. They only lost one nil to to Wolves. That could have easily been a clean oh, yeah. sheet. And I I looked at the Arsenal fixtures. They've got Leicester and Liverpool, and Leicester and Liverpool are two of the best goal scoring teams in mm. the league. Like Leicester are having great, but I thought. There's not a, he's not going to get a clean sheet in either of those games. And then obviously he did and got bonus points and save points as well. Um, yeah. That's the story of my season, Aaron Ramsdale. I've not really owned him. And when I have owned him, 
I've not played him. <laughs> so yeah, he has cost me. I'd be firmly in the top ten k if I'd have had Ramsdale from the start. That's for sure. Yeah, but then I don't know. I've 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 kind of had the the opposite with Ramsdale. You know, I've had him in for a bit of time, and he hasn't kept a clean sheet in weeks. I have got him in at the moment, luckily. But um, that's yeah. a trouble. Anyone, anyone who isn't on free hit, which is all the normal people, <laughs> they they will have him in goal because they've got Ramsdale because he's the best value keeper and he's got a game in the next game week and people want to have free Arsenal for upcoming fixtures. Yeah. So everyone's going to have him in goal. And I've, I've been, basically I'm trying to get some sort of differentials around people because I want to climb back into the top 10K. I've got no chips left. So I am going to have to make slightly different calls, i.e. Captain in Son. I thought Son counter-attacking against United and Brighton. There's a chance for him to score goals and he just hasn't looked great the last few game weeks. I shouldn't have done it really, but hey-ho, he could still return against Brighton. He could still get a brace, so it's not over yet. He could. He could return. Well, let, let's, um, before we move on to my team, let's have a quick chat about that because you are in an interesting position now in that you are ranked at where where are you currently? Sorry, like around fifteen. Um, so now I'm at sixteen and a half k. Right. So still, hopefully, rise back up towards ten k by the end of yeah, the week. Absolutely. Well, fingers crossed for you. So, you know, you're still you're still in in with touching distance. Now, my question to you would be: at this stage, do you almost try and like consolidate the position? I think based on what you've said, I know what you're going to do, but you. If I was at 16K, I would think, right, brilliant. Okay, that's a really good rank. I'd like to get to top 10K, but are you thinking go for differentials and try and get back into the top 10K or are you thinking try and play it safe? Um, I'm not going to go silly, but I will, yeah, I'm going to look to get the odd rank rise here and there with like Captain Inson this week. I don't think it was unreasonable to Captain Son over Salah. So I'm not going to be scared of the effective ownership, basically. And if there is a differential captain to be had, to gain me some rank, I, I will look at it. But um, I'm generally going to play it safe. Um, okay. And th- one of the reasons I I basically abandoned my my strategy, I was always going to run through game week 30. I, I, I structured my team in game week 28 to get through game week 28, 29 and 30, um, whilst avoiding sort of Chelsea assets, for example. And then I got scared by the, the Reese James Hall and seeing my rank collapse like 10,000 places. And yeah. I went early on transfers to try and rip up my team and then again that's forced me into a free hit just to get the team back that I already had um but I'm I still think I can plan well enough going ahead I feel like I'm over that rattling now and I'm gonna have a good team for game week 30 hopefully Luca Dean's but I don't know what Luca Dean's injury is do we know what that is yet Hamstring injury, twenty five percent chance of playing. Apparently, okay. according if it's a hamstring, he's not going to play. He's no. not going to play in thirty. So, but he's not done anything for me anyway. But I've got Kilman, I've got Ramsdale or Martinez. I can play either. Um, I've got Son, Rafinha, Ramsey. I've got Lacazette, Saka. So I'm going to be with nine or ten players which enough to get through thirty. Then we've got an international break, and then there's seven game weeks left to try and. Um, pull back into the top 10k but it will be hard because a lot of people still have chips left people have wild cards people have free hits so it's going to be difficult to even maintain my rank let alone climb but 
hey, you got you've got to go for top ten k when you're that close. Oh yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more. As as you speak, the uh, uh, Palace Man City game has now finished nil nil. Um, so Jao Cancelo currently on three bonus. Oh, um, there we go. There which, we go. Um, <laughs> Uh, which segues very nicely into my team. Um, so I did take a minus four this week and uh, very, very, very annoyingly for me, um, I put in Huang, who played for 10 minutes and got injured and apparently has a 75% chance of playing, but pff, I don't know. Um, and I put in Martinelli. So Martinelli got an assist and has still got um, a game to play. Uh, Ramsdale in goal, Cancelo, Trent, Ben White, Kulusevski, Coutinho, Salah captain. Willock hasn't played. So if he misses out against Everton, then um, the good news is I've got Armando Broya first on my bench. So that's a whopping one point to make up for Willock's double. Um, and Harry Kane up front. So, yeah. Are you looking good? How many points you on then? So 69 uh, with the bonus minus four. So on 65, um, which yeah, again... So 11 points more than me and I'm on a free hit. So pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I'm, you know, I can't, I can't be unhappy with it. Um, the, the challenging time is, is next week. So, you know, I've got Ramsdale, uh, White, Martinelli, Coutinho, Kulusevski, Huang, Kane and Luca Dean. And if Luca Dean's got a 25% chance, he's not playing. And if Huang's injured as well, then I'm down to one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, yeah, so... but it's, I mean, everyone who owns Dean probably wants him out anyway, so... There's no harm in taking a minus four to get rid of him and getting a player in. You can probably get to to nine or ten players there fairly comfortably, and none of the fixtures well, look appealing anyway. Like no. Wolves West Leeds, no. who's going to win that? I don't know. Villa Arsenal, I could go either way. Leicester Brentford, either way. Spurs West Ham, either way. Like all of those teams could blank all, entirely. Absolutely, all all very true and all very good points. But it's just um, you know when you've got when you took a, take a minus four to get in Huang, mainly because he's got a game in 30 and then he gets injured after 10 minutes, it's a bit galling. And then when, uh, I don't know what it is, 15% of your lineup for uh, for game week 30 is also off injured. But, you know, it's one of them. So um, I'm, I'm expecting a red arrow next week. But who knows? You know, I'm, um, I'm currently currently looking all right so just gotta just gotta roll with the punches yeah and i i think my decisions of who i bring in will depend on what double game week announcements we get going forward or at least the fixtures going forward after game week 30 so i probably will want a leicester player because they're gonna have so many doubles to come in the few next few weeks so they're probably in barnes or madison i think i'll get harry kane in just because he's going to be the most obvious captain, the most highly owned player, I imagine. So I think it's it's more a case of protecting your rank next week. You could try and go differential. You could try and get in like a Christian Eriksen, for example, who's going to be on set pieces against that Leicester team. Um, that he could he could get an assist or a goal even. 
you could try and bring in Patrick Bamford, who might start up front for Leeds against Wolves. But yeah, there's there's not anyone jumping off the page as a great asset. And, you know, you're exactly right. But obviously, you've got to remember that anyone I take out is is out, you know, whereas uh, I know that sounds ridiculously obvious to say, but it's the it's the game week after that things are, you know, you kind of want your your normal team back. So, yeah, I'm not sure what I'll what I'll do, although certainly I think I'm right in saying that after this one is international break, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. So there's there's two weeks after next game week. So a lot yeah. will change in that time. Um, yeah, so... And it may be a good time to bring to take Salah out. So if you take Salah out in game week 30, it gives you obviously a lot of money to play with to bring in the likes of Kane or Son if you don't have him. Mm. And then in game week 31, he's in the 12.30 kickoff at home to Watford. So there's a possibility he could get rested coming back from international break, Champions League coming up. We may get a team league before that. So don't make your transfers early next week. Um, oh, sorry, in game one. And then after yeah. that, City away. So there's an argument to not have... That's a massive, massive game now in the context of the title race, isn't it? Massive. Well, it is now it's a draw because tonight, because that means that if um, Liverpool win in this double game week, they will then be one point behind City on the same games played. So essentially, whoever wins that match will go into the driving seat at the top of the league. And it is, as a Man United fan, absolutely disgusting. Hate it. Um, it's a it's a league. I wish they could both lose, but there we are. That's that's where we are. You, I forget and you're a Man United fan who beat us at the weekend as well. Absolutely, with, uh, win lose win lose record. I don't know how many um I don't know how many minutes we've been recording for, but of course this is the first time we've spoken about it. Um, Ronaldo. I mean that kind of sums things up. Um, in terms of, you know, FPL, Ronaldo has been in almost yes. everyone's team for for large parts of the year. And I don't even know what his ownership is at the moment. Let's have a little look. I can tell you that his ownership is um, 18.4%. So still, that, that will mainly still be dead high. teams as well. I'm, not a lot of people who are actively playing this have got yeah, yeah. Ronaldo. His form was, was terrible. Yeah, um, I mean Lukaku's in seven point nine percent of teams, so there we go. That's <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so interesting to interesting to see that happen. I was driving to a gig actually, and um, yes, me too. Listening, listening to it. Um, it yeah. sounded like it was a uh, almost against a runner player. It was basically just a Ronaldo masterclass in finishing his chances. I mean, his first goal was great. Yes, yeah, it was... Um, Stupid it was errors good. for Spurs as well, by the sounds of things. Yeah, I mean, when, you've, when you're under pressure from, you know, the likes of Harry Maguire, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. And, and that's just us under pressure from the likes of Harry Maguire. So. Yes. Well, everyone's, yeah. every FPL manager's darling this week, Matt Doherty was the one who lost Ronaldo for the header, I believe. Mm. I mean, I didn't watch it back. I don't, if Spurs lose, I've got no real desire to watch match of the day that evening and obviously last week was such a bad game week but Spurs won 5-0 so it's sort of softened that blow because yeah. that's that's more important to me and to be honest but um absolutely you know, well I've uh, I'm exactly the same and by that logic have not really watched match of the day at all this uh this year um, yes. <laughs> so yeah I did when I finished my gig I must admit I did sit down before 
the long drive back and um and I did watch it, Absolutely. which was good. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel the need to do that. Um, so <laughs> no, yes. Fair enough. So it's it's hard to evaluate the game week so far because we're I'm literally halfway through all my team have played once. Um so if if they score the same again, I'll be on 110 points by the end of the week, which could be a good score, I imagine. Um Yeah, yeah. How many of you still got to play then? Everyone. So I've got a full eleven to play, so I've got all doublers. Okay. And run run me so, through that again. To Pickford in goal at home to Newcastle. Hopefully yeah. a clean sheet. Trent and Robbo and Salah away to Arsenal. Um but equally in the same fixture I've got Martinelli, Saka and Lacazette at home to Liverpool. So either Arsenal go mad and get a load of goals and I get points or Liverpool keep a clean sheet and I get points, hopefully. Um, Reguillon instead of Doherty. So hopefully, again, he returns ahead of Doherty. Son captain. So I need Son to return something against Brighton. Otherwise, that Salah return, of even if he's injured for the next game, is going to hurt me. And uh, Harry Kane up top and then Gordon at Everton, who... I bought in last minute. I was going to have Calvert-Lewin who didn't actually even make the squad. So I was quite fortunate uh, that I went with Gordon in the end. Uh, um, but it was going to be Calvert-Lewin and... Uh, sorry, I've got absolute mind blank. Luis Diaz, uh, the new Liverpool oh, yeah, yeah, striker. Yeah. Um, I had him in the team with Calvert-Lewin for a while. And then I just thought, no, I can't, I can't risk that. And I switched it to Gordon and Salah. And I've gone up top with Lacazette and Kane. Um, so Fair it's an obvious, obvious 11, but with Pickford over Ramsdale, and that's what's hurt me, to be honest, at the moment. Mm. Well, I um, on Saturday, I've got a little WhatsApp group with um, with my nearest and dearest in terms of um, three three of my mates, um, who I've mentioned on this podcast before. But uh, one of them, Dave, uh, is fast catching up. He wildcarded last week and did very very well i think he got 125 points or something ludicrous so he was languishing down at the bottom threatening to delete his team and all of a sudden yeah. is loving life again um but he was debating whether to play his triple captainship because he still has it and despite our best efforts he uh, resisted the urge to triple captain richarlison which we were desperately trying to get him to do he was suggested it initially um but yeah, I think very, very wisely he did not triple captain Richarlison. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, he there's still a chance at home to Newcastle. He, if he gets a goal or two, then he's going to well, be absolutely. out to Salah, who everyone else seems to be on. Um, so yeah, we, we'll see next week how it pans out. But at the moment, you're way ahead of me this game week and I'm on the free hit. So it looks like you're winning another one. Um, game week 30... Game week 30 transfers. I'm probably going to be taking out Luca Dean. I'm not sure who for yet. I may do a straight swap to Matt Cash, who seems to be the better uh, wing-back option at Villa anyway. Yeah. I'm going to take Salah out for probably Harvey Barnes at this point. Maybe James Madison, depending on who looks the most uh, certain to start, I guess. And I will take out Emmanuel Dennis for Harry Kane and Captain Kane. And there's no reason to go differential next week. I'm I'm just gonna sort of play it out and hopefully get a grey arrow. So so you're looking at a minus eight for next week. Yeah, minus eight, but I'm taking players out who aren't playing. So 
yeah, those yeah. minus fours will be minus twos just for them starting, hopefully. And they're players I'm going to want long term. I'm going to want Harry Kane going forward. Yeah. I'm going to want whoever replaces Luca Dean. And I'm going to want a Leicester midfielder. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to make that minus eight. I won't be the only one. No, no, I'm sure you won't. Well, I'm umming and ring. Part of me would love to. I, I, I'm, that's why I'm really annoyed about Huang and um, Luca Dean, just because I could have probably muddled through with eight. I would have taken eight and saved my saved my transfer, rolled with it, and then got to the international break or got after the international break and had two free transfers. But um, that ain't going to happen now. So. Yeah, as it stands, as I say, I'm I'm staring down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, but with Huang and Luca Dean injured, so actually six. So yeah, I might have to um might have to consider it's it's weird though, isn't it? Because I'm looking at my defence and it's Ben White um or and Luca Dean. And I don't know out of those fixtures who's likely to keep a clean sheet. There's no literally no defender that I would want her own in game week 13 no one jumps out people are going yeah. for Spurs defenders but any of them could be rotated any of the wing backs could be rotated at any point and yeah. you back time to score probably in, I think everyone's going to score in that game week Wolves and Leeds I can't see a clean sheet there Villa no. Arsenal both attacking teams maybe maybe Leicester do against Brentford but then Ivan Tony's got Five goals in two games. So five goals in two games. Yeah, I, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you haven't got defenders, I wouldn't be rushing to get any in. But Luca no. Dean, it just seems a problem. So I'd probably take him out just because he's annoying. Yeah, he is very annoying. I would, um, <laughs> I would concur with that. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not hundred percent what I'm going to do at this stage, but certainly, I mean, it's realistically there's going to be a hit in there. I would like to try and not go as much as a minus eight um but yeah we'll we'll see it's um it's a tricky one to call tricky one to call but um well it's it's hard with the, with the hits because i've all season i've been a sort of long-term planner so i've been planning for the fixtures ahead mm. and then in recent weeks it's been the, the managers who've been taking minus 16s minus 20s and just playing it week by week who have had the real big rank rises and managers like myself who have trying to keep the hits low and, and bring in players that have got good fixtures long-term that have been punished for it. So the likes of the Villa players and the, the Wolves defenders like and um, Broya at Southampton, we're the, we're the ones that have been punished by not attacking the game weeks. Yeah. So part of me is thinking I'm going to change tact a little bit and just try and target these doubles when they come up. Or yeah. blank, in this case. Yes, absolutely. Well, um yeah, we've um, we've discussed the uh, the game week that is, and um, I think it's probably about time that we check in with uh, the the feature that everyone knows and loves more than Mo. More than Mo, Mo. Always scores more than one goal Some say he's starting to slow He's not indestructible Can anyone out there score and more than Mo? Bit of a recap time for last week as we were in the midst of a double uh, last week and so we've got 
got some more info for you. Um, Tom's just leaned much closer to the camera and I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I'm not sure if you recall who you predicted would do the business more than Mo um, in game week 28. But I, I can blanked tell- out that entire game week. I did yeah. this race from history. It never happened. Well, for posterity, it's important for me to <laughs> tell the listeners that you went for Armando Broja. Broja. Oh, good pick. Great pick. Um, uh, Salah got three. Broja, over the um, course of the game, which did, in fact, beat Mo. Oh, he, he got four. four. Um, however, my, uh, my pick was Coutinho, who got 23. <laughs> so, yeah, that's quite a, quite a win. Yeah. Quite a so win. Biggest success um, on more than Mo this year. Yeah. So um did, that is, did you put him in your team? I had him in my team, yeah. Oh, well done to you. Um, but not not captain as as so many I captain Rudiger last week, which was um yeah, really, really annoying. Almost almost anyone else. Well, Kuluzewski, Kane, Coutinho would have been better, but never mind. That's the way the quick crumbles. So um, as it stands, again, we are in the midst of, of the game week. Salah is on three currently. Um, no, I tell you, Salah's no. on nine. Salah's on yes. nine. Um, and um, my pick was uh, Kulizewski and yours was Matt Doherty. So I am in with half a chance of winning. Um, and I'm you are as well. I, I suppose you could you could win. Who knows? Well, if Salah doesn't play, then yeah, there's an opportunity for either of us to still win. I don't yes. think Salah will play for what it's worth. Like it's too close and turn around. I can't see Klopp risking him. They've it got feels, such a good yeah. It, yeah, they've got such like good options. If he's injured, him. absolutely yeah. Um, and it may be that we have to temporarily postpone more than Mo. Certainly, he won't be playing in game week thirty, and there's a very real chance that. Even the replacement more than Bo uh, won't won't be playing either because he's been injured as well. So what is what is already one of the most shambolic features in podcast history? Um, it just gets more shambolic. But there we go. Well, if if Mo doesn't play, which he won't, because they're blanking, and Bo doesn't play, then we will do more than Bo, which is more than Willy Bully. Um, ah, yes. So, so that is the next option down. Yeah. And if he doesn't play, I don't uh, know who I, I don't just... know. If it's not more than Mo and it's not more than Bowen and it's not more than Willie Bolley, it's going to be more than Embuemo. Okay. Embuemo. <laughs> very nice. So, yeah. More than nice. Embuemo is the most likely option of those, I think. So, yeah. Okay. If it, we go with more than Embuemo this game week. And my pick is his fellow midfield um, creative talent, uh, Christian Eriksen. I, I think yeah. Christian Eriksen is going to do well this game week. Maybe yeah. it's some Spurs tinted glasses, but uh, yeah, I think he could return. Okay, well, I'm going to go for someone who isn't in my team and I think could do well and could also even have, have been a suitable replacement. It's Connor Coe. And oh. I'll just I'll, I'll throw him out there for no reason whatsoever other than a little the bit goal scoring wrong. machine himself Connor Cody the man he, I'm pretty sure like I mean we're not the stats podcast but he hadn't scored a goal 
in his Very entire lucky. career until like two years ago. And now he seems to have had three goals this season at least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you went for, um, oh no, you went for Ericsson more than Mbwemo. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Um, good. Lovely. Well, that brings to, brings to an end uh, that, that, that feature. And now I guess time to have a little look at our sky, which I'm not going to lie. I am not looking forward to, but, um, but yeah, after you. Yeah. As ever, my sky team seems to remain in exactly the same position. It always does. Um, I'm at 1400. It sometimes drops to about 1100, sometimes goes up to about 1600, but doesn't really seem to go anywhere else. Um, Cancelo has got me a return tonight. I did captain Cancelo and he's ended on 13 points. Uh, so that's a clean sheet, five points, passing tier two, tackles tier two. So, yeah, in Sky, he was definitely the wrong person to take out if you did take him out. Um, I had Captain Salah. He got me 20 points. I had probably Captain Rudiger. I, I don't know when these games are played now. But, yeah, I'm, I'm on 89 points this game week, which is is pretty decent. I think it's probably about average this week. Um, well, no, I'm ranked at 32k this game week, but yeah, it hasn't hit my rank too much. Um, yeah, as ever with Sky, very hard to make any ground. Everyone's got the same team. Everyone's got roughly the same amount of transfers left. I've got 12. I need to get Jared Bowen out if he's injured. I need to get Salah out if he's injured. Um, but other than that, yeah, not a lot to report. Yourself, Fitz, other than missing all the captains? Um, yeah, so missed, missed the captains, which... Um is is obviously rookie um that's that's not good uh i have it's easy done in sky though like it should really default on your most expensive player i think it would just keep people more engaged because not everyone is going to be when there's like five games in a game week five game days in a game week not everyone is going to be on their phone every night checking who's playing bringing players in to the starting lineup. I mean, if I was ranked in the top 100 and I had a chance of winning 50 grand, then maybe I would be. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's difficult to be I, on it all the time. I, I think, yeah, I think the other thing is, like, I've I've spent all weekend basically, like, driving back to the old house to pick up a load of shit and um, move it away from said house. Then I had to drive to Reading, but, um, you know, it's all a sub story. And ultimately, all I needed to do that I didn't do was just have a look and select my captains at some point, even if I'd done it earlier in the week and made it like a little bus team thing. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at my team and it's, I've only got 11 transfers left in the, the, the first team. Um, partly because I took out, took out Ronaldo and then Salah and Ronaldo. Um, all of, I took out Salah instead of Ronaldo, didn't I? So yeah, bloody idiot. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think with Sky, it's a funny one because I, you know, I listened to a couple of the other podcasts and we met, you know, Fergie and Paul McNulty, who are, you know, big in the in the content game and also big in the Sky game and doing very well, I think. And if if I didn't have pesky job and kids, uh, you know, I could sit there all, all day uh, and dogs. Um, you know, I, yeah, I but these sit- people have kids and jobs as well, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> Although, uh, to be fair, Fergie's job is playing fantasy football now, so that is absolutely that is yeah. helpful. Um, of course, yeah, and and that's what I mean. I think you know, if if that was my um, career, as it were, then uh, obviously I would I would spend more time on it. But um, I I enjoy it in in passing, but 
um i would enjoy it a lot more if um if i was good at it <laughs> yeah i think that's what you're trying to say and i don't I mean, regret i don't regret is. anything you know i'm broadly broadly happy with having kids um i've got a very good <laughs> new job that i love so um yeah uh all all in all <laughs> it's fine but um but yeah it's it, it, we say it every week we're like a broken record this section of the of the podcast is <laughs> we could probably just copy and paste and save producer glenn <laughs> yes. uh, a little bit of work eh, hasn't yeah. gone that well um it's hard i think what it? we're saying is next season <laughs> next season rodney we will be millionaires i think this time yeah, next season, guy, yeah. you need to get a good start and then if you've had a good start you can you can possibly maintain your position that's mm. what i think you need to do so maybe next year um yeah i do i do feel though that because i've had such a terrible couple of weeks in fpl i do feel slightly less stressed about it now i'm not in the top 10k now i realize it could all crumble in one game week I, i'm a bit less i haven't listened to as many con um podcasts this week yeah it's too painful <laughs> and yeah i've just sort of been a bit lackadaisical about it all which is quite nice to not let it be such a such a, an issue hanging over my head which it shouldn't be it's fun it's fun it, it's it's an important thing it's an important um point that you raise because you know um we again we've spoken on on the pod about people like fpl raptor who who is a psychologist and you know there are very real negative effects on or there can be very real negative effects on on people and on on us on us i should say when when it doesn't go well i know for a fact that i have had i've had weekends if not weeks ruined by fancy football by like making a wrong captain call or getting a huge red arrow or whatever and uh, yeah as you say perhaps perhaps the pressure of no longer being in the top 10k maybe maybe will allow you to enjoy it for the rest of the season a bit more well yeah I, I, I had a terrible game week and then I realized that nothing had actually changed in my life um so mm. I just sort of I, I found it quite funny actually how how badly my team had done and I wasn't the only one a lot of yeah. players who were in the top 10k had similar teams to me were all just shafted out to about 20,000 in the world mm. um and I did have a very good week in Gaff- Gaffer's Champ Man, Man Season 3, my Champ Man Fantasy Football. I am yeah. um, Captain Mark Viduka, who got me a return of 14 points. I had Vice Captain on Paul Scholes, who started up front for Manchester United, um, got me six points. And um, yeah, Desai and John Terry did well for me with a clean sheet for Chelsea. So uh, I, I very much enjoy the Champ Man Fantasy Manager. I, I climbed her up to. 550th in the world on that and i say in the world there's only 2000 people playing the game <laughs> <laughs> that um... that's good you're nearly a top 500 um fpl player if you ignore yes. not not um, fpl champ man player uh, well absolutely yeah if you ignore the champ man element and uh <laughs> the fact there's 2000 but that's fine that's fine. And this week I've got Marcus Stewart up front for Ipswich at home to Watford. And I've got Matt Janssen up front for Blackburn at home to Norwich. And I've made those transfers already. And I don't need to worry about them getting injured because it's a computer game. And <laughs> they, they tell us already if they're injured or not. Good, good. Well, um, yeah, not not for the first time. I'm not gutted that I'm... Um, not not sucked into that because I, no, I you're I missing love... out. It's it's much more fun than FPL. It's much more fun than Sky. Oh, it is, no and doubt. it's the live streams are so funny because 
<laughs> Champ Man, especially Champ Man 2001, has um, some ludicrous commentary moments, some ludicrous managerial decisions, and it, it's a fun watch. Good, good. Well, I um, I, I do love that era um of get involved next year, Champ mate. Man. Oh, mate. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll commit to maybe that's about as much as I can do. Um, okay. Cool. Okay. So as we approach the end of the episode, it is that time of the week for a shout out. And I, mean, I believe this week is your turn. Yes, you believe correctly. So um, yes, my shout out this week it is a member of the FPL Twitter community, somebody who is always big in trying to promote other accounts and, and look out for other fantasy managers and he does his own little um, videos as well once a week, like giving a recap of what his decisions have been. And he had a terrible game week, much like me last week. So I'm going to give a shout out to FPL Dan. That is at Dan Dave 1989. Um, he's based in Birmingham and he's a, yeah, he's a, he's an FPL ally like, like all of us. And yeah, he's a, he's a good member of the, the FPL Twitter community. He always posts positivity. It's not negative. And he'll always support new accounts or people who are doing interesting stuff. So check out FPL Dan at Dan Dave nineteen eighty nine. That's a shout out this week. Very nice, very nice too. Well, thank you for um, thank you for the shout out as as ever. Um, hopefully, you haven't heard uh, a screaming child in the background. Uh, that is is mine and a, a, a signal that. Uh, the, <laughs> you sound like a man who has kidnapped a child now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, child dungeon. To, to clarify, um, I'm downstairs. My children are upstairs, and um, yes, they are not kidnapped. And um, <laughs> nor nor would I. Having had two children, I can confirm I would never kidnap a child. Like, yeah, why would you put madness. yourself? Absolute why would you put madness. yourself through the pain? Like, we're we're in it now. But yeah, absolute madness. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like my own children, but to think of taking somebody else's, like even if I like visit my sister and have to watch her children for ten minutes, like that's yes. no, I'm 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 here to sit down and do nothing. I don't want to help raise somebody else's child. No, quite right, quite right too. Um, yes. So it is time for us to close out the show. And as always, uh, this is one of my favourite parts of the pod. This is where we hear from the one and only Sean Dyche. So I'm uh, opening up my phone, finding your email, which is very efficiently sent a couple of hours before. Appreciate it. And let's open it for the first time. When things get tight at the bottom, your drop zone can start to twitch. But we've still got two games in hand on Watford, Leeds and Norwich. Very nice. It ain't pretty down the business end, but that's enough about me, missus. I'm joking, of course, and don't tell her I said that, or I'll be sleeping with the fishes. Very nice, Sean. I've been here before and I've got out alive, but some things you can't foresee, like holding out for 80 minutes and then conceding a brace from Ivan Tony. Still, I've earned me chops and I won't be outcoached by the likes of Everton's Fat Frank. I've been around the block too many times for Leeds to stay up with a yank. <laughs> you fantasy managers always complain, but you ain't no better than me. And maybe in the relegation battle, but at least I haven't signed Matt Doherty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Very good work again. 
Uh, if only my fantasy football management was as consistent as my poetry writing. <laughs> if only, mate. If only. But there's there's time. You'll get it back. You'll get it back. Um, brilliant. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, listeners, for your ears. It's been a pleasure. Um, and thank you for thank you to producer Glenn. Don't forget to give us a follow on um, the socials. We are at FPL Face Off uh, and. Uh, we will be back next week. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we go? No, um, only uh, only that you said uh, I will claw it back. I think I'm only going to inevitably slide further down the rankings that I think you're going to end up beating me in FPL. I'm saying it now. Um, FPL images that precede unfortunate events. I think Fitz is going to win. Where are you ranked at the moment in FPL? Uh, I'm about 88, 86k. Yeah, and I'm nearly 20k now, so there's only 60k between us. So there's, and you've got what's a free your, hit on me. What's your points total? My points total, it isn't live, but my points total at the moment, as of last night, was 1,952. Okay, yeah, so I'm 1883. Yeah, so there's only Oof. 60 points in it now, mm. pretty much. With a bench boost and a free hit still to go. Yeah, very tight. Very tight indeed. Or Very tight. Not so well, top. Tune tune in um not just next week, every week and get an audio <laughs> uh audio description of, of how the gap is is changing. But yeah, that's that's interesting. That's well, you know, I'm not gonna lie, that's certainly my my goal. Sorry. Um <laughs> good. It's been a pleasure and um we will we will see you soon. Laters. Laters.
Thank you.